Everything is great. <laughs> hey everybody. We're back. It's Richie Rich and Westifer. Richie Rich, how's it going? Much better now. Yeah. <laughs> You've had some health oh, issues. Yeah, I had my first bout of food poisoning and let me tell you that was not fun at all. Ugh. Oof. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. Ugh. Yeah, that's never, that's never good. Yeah, no, it was not fun. It was, I did not know I could throw up that much. <laughs> I didn't know that your body held that much liquid. <laughs> after... <laughs> You're like, at this point, what is like, coming out yeah, of Yeah, no, me? I literally thought that the spleen was just going to pop up out of my throat, but uh, yeah, I now have an appetite again. I can... That's good. Function. It doesn't feel like my intestines are wrapping itself around my stomach. I'm all good to go now. And here we are. <laughs> well, we'll be talking about this week's trending topics. We've got some celebrity shade. We will be asking our sex question of the week, which is all about sexual experimentation, specifically messing around with straight people. Basically, we know our audience. We know you are. <laughs> I'm. I know there are a lot of straight ladies that listen as well. We did try to at least make the question uh, a little more open. So we asked if you've ever helped someone experiment with their sexuality, and that will be our topic at the very end of the show. You know, we have to build up to that happy ending. <laughs> we have to get there. It takes a little work, but. <laughs> You'll be satisfied when it comes. <laughs> Once it happens. <laughs> well, I don't really have anything up front this week. Um, nothing that I really want to... I mean, there's plenty of stuff going on in the world, but God. Sometimes I just tune out. Yeah. Like, I can't. Me feeling like, like I wasn't going to be here this week wasn't with my upfront. <laughs> that was about as dramatic as my don't you find, though, when something like that happens, whether you're sick or, like, let's say uh, maybe, like, someone's in the hospital mm -hmm. or, like, when something becomes that true priority, even if it's just self-preservation of laying in bed sick, you don't really give a shit about all that other stuff. It really sure is insignificant. Sure the didn't. I somehow pushed it through work and the sec I went straight home and slept. Yeah. And cried. <laughs> and cramped and threw up some more and woke up and did it again and I barely even looked at what was going on this week. Yeah. I mean, it really doesn't matter. No. Least. I was like, I... Matt Gala, what? Put <laughs> <laughs> this laptop close, I don't care. Well, I think that was a lot of people's reaction to Matt Gala. So <laughs> you weren't alone there. But, yeah, I mean, but that, you know, we always try to have a, a little fun. So we'll catch up from all the stuff that happened this week. Yes. And, um... Is this our first sober episode? I think it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm sipping coconut water, by the way, which yeah. is fucking disgusting. And I'm forcing myself <laughs> to do it. <laughs> You're trying to be healthy after being sick all week. It's just... Ugh. Apparently it helps put some shit, but I don't fucking know. It tastes like ass, but I'm... I'm here drinking it. Yeah, it has, like, I think potassium and stuff like that that helps hydrate you. It needs to have some flavor enhancer because it tastes disgusting. <laughs> What's in your mug? And what is that mug? Oh, my mug is coffee. 
because I know if I mentioned this last week, but I've been having vertigo. Yeah. So we've been someone yeah. cursed our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there are competing gay podcasts out there trying to do yeah. us off. Who did we talk about? Yeah. It's just for fun. You it's guys. Beyonce to be live. They're yeah. finally getting us. We don't really care about this shit. We just are having a good time. This is uh, a coffee mug. It's my Michael Myers coffee mug. And it has... <laughs> that is awesome. It just has Michael Myers' face over and over and over and over again. And then underneath, it reads his expression from excited, <laughs> confused, jealous. But they're all exactly the same because he's has constant, like a mask. Constant resting bitch face. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's the guy from the Halloween series if in case you're like 12 listening to this yeah and if you are you need better parents oh i know they're coming out with another (laughs) halloween by the way which i cannot wait for the visual i think gives it away you might not recognize the particular franchise or the name of the character so since we are a podcast and you can't see that stark white creepy ass fucking mask we're not talking about michael myers the actor no (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which, this mask, by the way, speaking of actors, this oh, yes. mask is actually, or at least it was originally based on, in the first movie, you can really see it. Yeah, you can. Because all it was in the first movie was a Captain Kirk mask. That's yes, William Shatner. That they stretched back and, and painted all white. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I'm just drinking coffee this week, but don't you guys worry. We'll be someone, back next week, damn it, with a full bottle of wine. <laughs> someone told me, they were like, well, you guys must get started pretty early, because I only listened to the first ten minutes of your show, and it sounded like you were lit. <laughs> I was like, actually, we don't normally start drinking until, until the, actual the actual show. show. <laughs> I was like, wait till you get halfway into the episode. <laughs> That is the best. You're going to be really entertained. (laughs) If you listen all the way to the end, but I can't even talk anymore. Talk about giving you a show. (laughs) Don't worry, guys. I'm sure I'll be tripping over my words at some point during the the show. So, (sighs) here we are. (laughs) It's time for Celebrity Shade. This is what y'all tune in for anyways, so right. let's just let's get right real. to it. Let's just get right to it. First of all, did you guys know the title, the music streaming service, still exists? I do now. <laughs> well, <laughs> apparently, it was discovered that Tidal has been faking their stream counts, and not just by making up numbers. Because this was discovered through digital forensics. This is so crazy. Oh my god, I fucking love this. You're living in the future. Yes. (laughs) So they weren't just like flubbing the numbers. They were actually pulling downloads, creating downloads or creating streams or whatever Mm -hmm. it is they were doing. That made the count go higher. So it wasn't just like someone wrote in a three and zero or whatever. (laughs) They actually faked it. They, they, Jesus. Mm-hmm. probably just bots and shit like that. Kind of know. how people fake songwriting credits, Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, speaking of Beyonce, guess who's <laughs> Beyonce. Beyonce. And also mm. Kanye West. Those were the two, at least, that I saw. I'm shocked. From what I read. They're well, two biggest artists. They're two biggest artists. Kanye released 
uh, album just on title. Mm-hmm. So of course they were gonna. Beyonce's last one was the title exclusive forever oh, until, until it finally got released everywhere else. Because it wasn't pulling any numbers on title. Mm-hmm. No, we're making her any money. There's no one has fucking title. Wow. Yeah. The thievery of it all. Fakers. What a bizarre and utterly oh my god what a money trap right for jay-z like what for someone who has been so smart throughout his career what a dumb move how do you think you're gonna pick on itunes or spotify and spotify like and not only that but it was like oh well you know we're the artists starting a streaming service like no one thinks you need to make more no! money no you're not <laughs> some independent artist like that <laughs> that was just on hollywood boulevard Plucking for tips, like, you're fucking, you're a mogul. What people like about iTunes and Spotify and YouTube and all those services is that independent people can actually get their shit. The person that is plucking on Hollywood Boulevard for tips can actually release their shit. (laughs) We don't need to have, like, Jay-Z does not need his own record store. (laughs) It is just bizarre to me, too, because there was never any positive hype about that whatsoever. No. Like, no one was ever like, yeah, title. Did you see Beyonce at the meeting when she just standing there looking bored? Like she looked in the elevator when he was getting well. his ass beat? <laughs> <laughs> just very, very strange. Anyway, what an utter failure. And that leads me to our next topic, speaking of streaming music services. Spotify has joined-ish... The mute R. Kelly movement by removing R. Kelly from all of their official Spotify playlists Mm. and removing him from any recommended. Okay. But they haven't removed him from their actual catalog. catalog. Is it like a legal thing or? They say that they don't censor anyone. But, and... To the point, he hasn't been convicted of anything at this point True. either. So I don't know if it were someone were a convicted felon. If that would be a different situation. If that would be a different yeah. situation. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. And there are implications of that too, because since he hasn't been found guilty, if they're basically saying they've done that because he doesn't align themselves with their, you know, standards of code of conduct or whatever okay but that chick can be twisted around real fast uh, right and suddenly <laughs> you know someone says the wrong thing as a joke mm-hmm. or just agrees with the wrong politician for a hot minute uh-huh. or, and then they're not getting any plays and so that's very slippery yeah it's a weird gray slope. area there i even though i fully support just pulling r kelly's right, catalog pull out of spotify entirely because he is clearly a fucking creeper but, uh, yeah, it's a weird, like, the way that they explained it and the way they did it is yeah. just like... Did you hear about him being illiterate? What? I thought he wrote his Okay. Songs. So, Wendy Williams, way back in the day, I guess, when all this shit was going down, R. Kelly's people reached out to her, when she's on the radio, mm-hmm. and invited her personally to come to his mansion and basically just talk. Um, it wasn't an interview. It was him, his manager, her, her manager, her husband, and he just kind of let out a bunch of stuff that she says to this day, she will not say what he told her. 
um, everything was in confidence, but she knows some things. Okay. And then recently on her show last week, I guess this has been going around, apparently this is something that's been, I guess, kind of whispered about, but that he can't read or write, which I find extremely hard to believe. But he's a musician who knows who writes music. his songs. I know. Well, he could dictate. I mean, unless he has a dictator. He could dictate that to somebody. But if you could read musical notes, like yeah, and ha- and hasn't he announced on award shows and stuff? We have to read a teleprompter. They're not gonna like. I need to do. I need to do a search. I'm gonna go back and see if he's ever done any kind of announcing. Or hosting or anything like that. Because you have to be able to read in order to do those things because you're reading off of a teleprompter. Right, or you've memorized yeah. what you're supposed to say. Although most times they don't even give you your lines yeah, no, long enough in advance. The, yeah, to even begin to try to memorize anything. Plus, if you have someone with you co-hosting or something, then you have to rip off of them and you... Yeah, I don't know. Because like when I've been to Grammy rehearsals and stuff like mm. that... The host will be there, yeah. whoever's hosting that year, and they'll be doing their little bit, because mm-hmm. they have to also put them in different spots yeah. to test the lighting and where they're at. And they'll kind of say what they're going to say. Some of the, but the presenters aren't there. Yeah, no. Those, the people who just hop in that, they arrive, they and arrive, then they tell they them re- when they're going on stage, and then they and read, they off, read that prompter, the off that prompter, and then they the fuck off the stage. They leave. <laughs> there is not a lot of, and even the actual show, they rehearse one time, one day yeah. before. That's it. They get their rehearsal time. I'm going to do some research for everyone. I'll get yeah. back to this story next week. But apparently he can't read or write. He can't read or write. I could see that as Wendy a songwriter. Wendy Williams like, broke down about it because she, I guess, is torn on the situation because she feels like the whole thing is wrong as far as what he's done. And that, and she clearly knows some things that she's not going to tell anyone. Uh-huh. Um, but she's like, this person's been around so many people who won't even push him to like, get an education all these years. And have led him to this wrong way of living and wrong mm-hmm. way of thinking and whatnot, which I can see as well. But, yeah, she got super emotional about it. She knows some things. Mm-hmm. So, she had the cat out of that. He can't read or write, which I guess is, there have been whispers around. I've never heard this rumor before, but... Well, some people have said the same thing about, uh, for example, like Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. where regardless if you believe he is a full-out predator, a child molester or that he is totally innocent, you have to admit there was some questionable behavior for yes. a fully grown adult man, mm-hmm. where what some people argue is that because he was so childlike and always kept very childlike mm-hmm. in terms of how he was treated yeah. and what have you, that for him, his sort of maturity level mm-hmm. was, was stunted of like a 12 or 13 yeah. year old so mm-hmm. it was sort of made sense because 12 and 13 year olds do or do yeah <clears throat> it's a jump yeah for me it's <laughs> hard to you know because i mean these are also people who are business people mm-hmm. and have a lot of street smarts yes and have made r kelly has made an incredible career for himself and mm-hmm. that can't all be the people surrounding him. yeah no because those people have changed over the years. Yeah. Although now they have departed because they're no well, longer like, presenting him. They've changed by leaving. Yeah, <laughs> now, now they not have anybody. They've changed all right. <laughs> uh, wow, yeah. Uh, that's a weird... Yeah. I, I mean, I'm at this point, 
fucking anything could be real right. to me because <laughs> I just, yeah. <sighs> but I don't think that excuses any type of behavior. I still think no. that I just, even if you were raised with abusive parents or even if you were abused as a child, I still think you know. Yes, you that know that right is from wrong. Wrong. Yes. And therefore you don't abuse people. Mm-hmm. Even though many times that pattern is repeated, it's repeated especially yes. with physical abuse, there is something inside you that still knows that mm-hmm. you know. So I just have a very difficult time with all of that because I feel like mm, Yeah, the story's getting more and more weird as the weeks go by. Don't try to make me have feelings for R. Kelly. It's oh, not no, that's happen. a fucking not. Like, I will be doing not. some research this week, and I will get back to you guys next week. Right. Well, because, you know what, though? Like, I'm going to find some proof of him reading something. The thing about Wendy Williams is that, I mean, maybe she, that's what she was told. Yeah. But I don't find her to be someone who wouldn't, who would just be making shit up. No, not at all. I think know. if one thing, she's always just a straight shooter and says it how it is. So I believe that this definitely came from somewhere. Right. And she's not spilling any more tea as... Besides that, on what they talked about, but she's dead set on not doing that, so. But damn, could she be possibly open herself to testify if something goes mm-hmm. down? Because she says she's openly had a conversation with this man. Yeah. I don't know. know some it, things. It would depend if someone else was there, if they could corro- collaborate the story. Wow. I mean, she could be called as a witness, I suppose, but it would be hearsay. Okay. I mean... I'm saying you told me this. There's yeah. no record of that. There's no secondary True. person. There's no recording yeah. that we know of. Ooh, Ooh. Wendy, you pull out some receipts. <laughs> She's like, oh, the baby monitor just happened to be on. <laughs> In my pocket. And recording. <laughs> what y'all don't know is my living room is wiretapped. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. Let's move on to something a little more fun. And I'm going to go for Jordan Peele has announced his next movie. I'm excited about this. It you will... can do no wrong of mine. Please don't do anything fucked up and make me hate you too, Jordan. Oh, no. <laughs> That's like my biggest fear. My, my, these days, when I lo- I'm like, please don't turn out to be some wretched person. You know, he's been around for a while. He has. And I've never heard a negative story about him. Me either. As, like, so far. Yeah. Hopefully, please don't. Someone stay good in this industry. Well, I think for him, from the sounds of it, um, you know, I don't know that he has time to go around causing a bunch of <laughs> trouble because it sounds like he does his work and then goes home mm-hmm. and writes like he should, and that's <laughs> what has given him. You know, Get Out took five years just yeah. to write. Mm-hmm. Just to write, and that was before he really even scripted anything. Mm-hmm. He was just putting all the elements together and stuff. So, dude, you you stay doing stay, your business and minding minding your business and staying out of trouble. Stay busy, <laughs> stay busy, please. I can't deal with any more trash men no. in this industry. But Jordan, come on the show. That'd be fun. Yeah, guess who is going to be in this new movie? Tell us, tell us more. Winston Duke from Black mm, Panther. Mbaku. Yes. He, that oh. was the gorilla tribe. You saw it. And Lupita mm-hmm. uh, will be in it as well. 
So both of them from yeah. Black Panther. And then Elizabeth Moss. <laughs> just Throw a in a random one. white side. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't even know. Hopefully she is the bad guy. <laughs> well. Hey, I don't know. Me either. I do not know. Whatever that's called. <laughs> you know what's so weird about that is I have obviously over the years known people mm-hmm. who, um, one person in particular who was raised mm-hmm. in, in Scientology. And she wasn't a particularly active member mm-hmm. of the church. Yeah. That I could tell, because I think they become really secretive about it if mm-hmm. they don't know how you feel. Yeah. But she was also just like, it's just how it was raised. It's like anyone else is indoctrinated with mm-hmm. Christianity or yeah. with this or with that or the other. And she was just like, that was just my upbringing. Yeah. So it wasn't like... She was like heavily involved in... No, and I had always thought either you had to be really in it... That's what I thought. Or you were totally... Out of it and getting stalked by them. Right, right. <laughs> but, um, you know, according to her... I mean, I think she might have still been active as far as, you know, going to some of their mm-hmm. seminars and work... It's not like they have like a regular church yeah, thing. It's not like every Sunday they all get together and listen to sermons or yeah, whatever. No. They have these... It's a, just a very different... It's fascinating, actually fascinating to listen to it, but you're also like, okay. Like, you know, I don't, like, I don't know what to say yeah. because, like, I really liked her, and I haven't talked to her in a while, but not because she's signed up, just because she's on tour, but it normalizes it in a, in a strange way. Yeah, I work oh. with one that, oddly, I just found out, like, a month ago or so. Uh-huh. Never would have guessed it. But, I mean, I like him. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's a nice guy. You're like, oh, but you're in a cult. But I'm just strange. like, hmm. It's <laughs> always that one eye. Yes. <laughs> Squinted. Don't try to pull some Xenu shit on me. Don't even try it. Mm-mm. If I see some white coats following me on the yeah, way home, no. shit's going down. Don't. Well... I don't know exactly what this Jordan Peele movie will be about. I suppose I could have looked more into it if they actually said anything. But I also feel like I don't want any spoilers yeah, from no. it either. Because I didn't really have any spoilers for Get Out. Me either. As I, saw, far as I saw the preview and I was like, I need to see I this. I didn't understand what it was about. Okay. Like from the, because I don't, even from the preview it didn't. Mm-hmm. Really explain what was going on. It was on. like a teaser. It was like, yeah. okay, something's weird, but... What? <laughs> right. So I kind of hope the same thing happens with this one, because it was, Get Out was such a surprise. Uh, yes, it's such a smart film. Yeah, that I'm hoping this one is as well. It's going to be released in 2019. Damn. It'll be March what 15th. The, wait, the wait, it's like 2019 for everything. I know. Ugh. Sucks. It's, it's like 2018 is a wash now. Right. <laughs> Shears trash. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll look forward to that. I'm curious how many different things Jordan has been working on over all these years mm-hmm. that are now coming to fruition. Because from our perspective, it seems like, oh, we're just coming out with new right. shit. But I'm sure whatever this is, he's been working on. Since forever. For a number of years and all that stuff. So it'll be interesting to see like what he's got kind of stockpiled coming out in these next few years. Now that, now that Get Out... Open that door, 
I'm really interested to see what mm-hmm. is going on. How exciting for him. Good for him. Oh, I know. Can you imagine finally being able to, like, go through your notebooks and say, here's the idea I had for right. this. You know, <laughs> let's make this movie. So that, that yeah, I guess that, that's what I'm most interested in is to see, like, what he chooses next. He seems like a good guy. He deserves it. Stay that way. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, the... <laughs> Was that a fucking rooster? <laughs> I don't know if I heard that. I swear I just heard a fucking rooster. We live in West Hollywood. There's nowhere to keep a fucking rooster at. <laughs> Oh, that's a dog. Oh, it's a dog. It's okay. A dog. It did sound like a rooster, though. I was like, what the fuck? The moments on this show that we have. <laughs> I'm like, the fuck would a rooster come from? <laughs> Reporting from you live from the farm. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. No, we're recording early today, but God. Oh, no, people do have roosters and chickens and shit in L.A., they're not supposed to, but they do. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, and they, why? If they have a backyard, they can. you can have a hen, like a hen house, but you're not supposed to have... Like, a, for egg purposes, shit. or...? You can keep them as pets. You can have chickens as pets. Ugh. Chickens freak me out. Like, <laughs> I got chased by one when I was a child and discarded me for life. <laughs> They're very dumb, number one. Chickens are so <laughs> They stupid. are really dumb. Not as dumb as turkeys shouting themselves, but... True. But yeah, they're just they have they have very basic instincts, you know. Like, like chase a fucking toddler like around. Chasing, yes, if they're scared. I mean, imagine when you're a kid. That's a giant fucking bird coming after you. Oh, they do it to adults though too. Yeah, like, they that's do. They're you know, I guess no, they can't fly. So, so they be can't fight. do. It's got to be fighting. They really are just flight. useless ass birds, but they taste delicious. <laughs> Willow Smith apparently saw her parents having sex. I'd like to see that. Not they were my parents, obviously. But... <laughs> that would be a little weird. That'd be weird. But if I were a house guest, that'd be amazing. I'd join. Rumor has it. I'd probably be able to. Um, yeah, I guess she said when she was younger, she... Well, it's typical trying to get a bowl of cereal or something out of her parents and open the door. They didn't lock it. And she didn't know what was happening until years later, obviously. Because you never do. I never walked into my... Have you walked into your parents before? No, but one time... That was a long pause. (laughs) Well, I've never walked in on them, but one time I... My mom thought... Oh, my God. Don't listen to this episode, Mom. (laughs) She thought I was my dad, and she went to flash him. No! But it was me. Ah! <laughs> no! You lie. She was mortified. Uh, what did you do? I literally was like frozen in time. Do you guys look like you like guys the same build or something? Or how did this happen? I... It, she was behind a door, and she thought, because uh, I think I knocked on the bathroom door or something. Oh. She thought it was him coming in. Anytime that they were getting ready, they would just be in the bathroom together, showering and getting ready. And yeah. All that stuff. Probably also having sex, whatever. So, because everyone, like, when I was a kid, I was like, yeah, my parents take showers together all the time. My friends were like, what? 
yeah, they always like shower together. My friends are like, um, that's unusual. <laughs> Not to me. So anyway, I knocked. I don't know what I needed. Probably again, probably like a stupid kid needing a bowl of cereal. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently she thought it was him coming in and opened the door. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, for that story. <laughs> So you feel what, well, you got more than Eiffel than Willow did, I guess. Jesus. Yeah, but thank God as a kid you don't, like... You don't process things like that. Right. Or even think about them. Yeah, so... It's kind of like when my first boyfriend was like, Yeah, you know, when I smelled marijuana in college for the first time, I realized my parents used to smoke marijuana. (laughs) You're like, wait a minute. (laughs) Because <laughs> it was just again like, normalized. Yeah, it was a sense that you smell and, and you just don't think about it. There you go. I love it. <laughs> um, to branch off of that though, this week, I guess she had a pink and has some show, like some web series thing. It's just like she invites someone over to her house and they like chit chat about whatever. Oh my god, invite me on the show. Right? It looks really cute. Looks kind of like our setup, actually, only in a much bigger studio because it's in her fucking mansion. Mm-hmm. But she was sitting with. Will Smith's ex-wife, Shree Fletcher, who they share a child with. Yeah. His um, oldest son, Trey. And they were like, remember when we... It was really cute, because they get along great now. She even gave her, like, a Mother's Day present or something like that um, recently. Um, She was like, remember when we didn't like each other? She's like, and I was trying to call Will to get a hold of Trey, and you picked up the phone, and Jada's like... Oh, yeah, I remember that. And she was like, she's like, and she, she's like, look, I don't appreciate you calling my phone. She's like, and Jada, you hung up on me. Because I guess their divorce wasn't finalized when Will and Jada started dating. Uh, so Will was technically still married. Yeah. So there was some animosity there. And so I guess Cherie <laughs> called back and was like, look, bitch, you're in the house that I fucking picked out. And Jada said, well, bitch, it's mine now. (laughs) And they both just started hysterically laughing. Oh, my God. Which I think is awesome that you can come from that place. (laughs) Yeah. And not that messy ass divorce, sharing a child, Mm -hmm. custody, new person situation, to sitting and laughing about it (laughs) 20 years later. You know what's really interesting about Jada is... A, she's very well educated, Mm -hmm. incredibly well spoken. Yes. And I think as she's matured, I would be interested to to watch this series because she has such an interesting way of expressing herself while, like, respecting kind of everyone else's place. Like, Mm -hmm. remember when Aunt Viv was going off and being, like, that shit crazy? Yes. And Andy Cohen asked her about it, and she was like, well, you know, that's her truth, so (laughs) she can speak to it whatever she wants. That's it. (laughs) But... I basically have no reaction to right. it. And it was just such a sort of elevated mm-hmm. way to look at things where, yeah, it kind of doesn't surprise me that she could be friends yeah. with an ex, you know, if they were open to that as well. Yeah, that's the story, though. Talk about celebrity shade. Oh, my God. You're I... in the house that... That sounds like an episode out of Dynasty. It really does. You're in the house that I picked out. Well, it's mine now, bitch. <laughs> Click. <laughs> and I also, I guess, she had... A feud for 20 years with Gabrielle Union up until recently? Who? Jada Pinkett. Why? 
neither of them know why. <laughs> so Gabrielle was, like, was talking about it, and she basically said that back in the day when they were both, you know, like, the new black, you know, hot actress chicks or whatever, that someone, and it, it was never a thing that either one of them had against each other. Right. It was people in both of their teens being like, during hair and makeup, oh, well, you know how, like, how, how she feels about you. Oh, well, you know how she feels about you. And so they've had this unspoken oh, hatred for each other, even God. though they're friends with each other's husbands and have been around each other until one day, I guess, they sit down and said, okay, look, like, what... Why don't you what, like what, me? Like, what was this? Yeah. And they were just like, I don't have a reason not to. I was told that you didn't like me. So this grudge has been going on based on what other people planted seeds in both of their heads, and neither one of them disliked each other from jump. You know, that's kind of happened to me before, mm -hmm. where later on you're like, what are we mad about? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know. You just have no concept of why right. this... <laughs> Like, why, why do I hate you again? Somebody said something, or I thought you were this way, or, <laughs> you know, something dumb, yes. or just, yeah, that's happened to me, for sure. <laughs> yeah, or because, like, maybe you date someone's ex, so yes. of course their friends tell you that they, oh, well, you know. Yeah. See, celebrities, they're just like us. <laughs> Petty. Stupid. Yeah. Petty and shady. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> It's my house now, bitch. Oh my god, that's amazing. I'm gonna just... I want that on a t-shirt. It's my house now, bitch. <laughs> oh god. Um, that was probably at a time where she could slam down the phone. Yes, you know, literally. There was, there was a phone ending. to slam down. Yes. <laughs> now it's like when you're mad at someone and you, you know, take it off your ear like... You just, press, you, just, oh, you press really hard. You press the button. <laughs> and then a 3D touches something that pops up, and you're like, God, <laughs> God damn, damn it, just calling them back. <laughs> no, I don't want to FaceTime them. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, this week, uh, this past week, Donald Glover hosted SNL, and he also performed not one, but two new songs. Mm -hmm while consecutively debuting his video at the same time. The other thing that this man can't do... Oh, no, it doesn't surprise me that he had all that going on. No, <laughs> at all. It's so, like... Just another day in the life of Donald Glover. Actor, singer... Stand-up you know, comedian. Stand-up comedian, philanthropist, you know, just... Raps, he writes, he produces. God, be that talented. It's amazing. I, I can imagine. What was funny to me was that people were, like, discovering him. Right? Like, Childish Gambino has been around for, for a long time. <laughs> yeah. It's not their first or second album, I don't yes. think. And he's like, is this three or I don't, I'm, four? Or? Enough for us to not know if it's three or four. Like, yeah, I know <laughs> it's not I one. I know, know that much. There's more than one. So... Yeah, weird that people didn't know that before. Glad to see him blowing up. Yeah. And I don't know if that was just because of SNL or it was just like everything collided in mm -hmm. that moment for him or whatever. The video is really amazing. Yes. Um, and then I was trying to think of one of the skits he did on SNL. I <laughs> think the Star Wars skit. I didn't see anything. <laughs> 
where he's playing because Solo's coming out, which we'll get to next. Talk about Shade. So Solo's coming out, and I think he was playing the, uh, like, young... Um... Shit, I'm not even not Star Wars. It's <laughs> like, I can't even help you out with this one. <laughs> oh, he's playing the young Lando Calrissian. Who's that? The only other black person in Star Wars. Gotcha. Aside <laughs> See, from, that was easy. Aside from Samuel L. Jackson, who's the only black Jedi in Star oh, Wars. Oh, yeah. And the skit was basically like, we honor all those who have come before us, and then he just says Samuel L. Jackson's character's name. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. He's the only other black person <laughs> in the entire universe. <laughs> What did Billy D. Williams do back in the day? That was Lando Carvacci. Oh, okay, okay, yes. okay. See, I know something. <laughs> <laughs> I have pockets of knowledge about things that I don't really know about. Telling you guys about the skit wasn't really funny, but how we fucked up everything in between probably <laughs> was more entertaining. <laughs> Jane Fonda is done with men. She's done. Yes, she is. She's also like 90, so... <laughs> She's 80. <laughs> <laughs> Give the woman her 10 years, damn it. True. She's still doing the thing. She's she still is. acting and working. And she's just not doing the ding anymore. I guess not. Yeah, she said that she's done with dating, she's done with sex, she's done with men. She said she's closing up shop down there. <laughs> and it's just completely fine living the rest of her life without a man. Even though she's been on record on saying the key to good life is great sex. Yeah. Well... Well, but that doesn't have to be with someone else, so... Uh, that's true. Very true. She uh, had a number of high-profile relationships, mm -hmm. and she's been in some long-term yeah. things, but I can't imagine what it would be like, A, at 80, to be single and, like, try to date. Yeah, especially looking as good as she looks. True. Have you seen an 80-year-old man lately? Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't look like a Jane Fonda, that's for no, sure. That's very true. And then also, you know, she especially is at such a status yeah. where... She's not going to the local Hooters and picking up a dude. <laughs> no. She's not just going to She's go not like... on Tinder swiping left or swiping <laughs> right. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh my God, that would kind of be That great, would make though. a great skit. That would kind of be great, though. Like Jane Fonda on Tinder. <laughs> oh my God. I low-key want to make a profile with her picture on it now. Yeah. Just for the hell of it. <laughs> if we see this on TV, I oh swear to fucking God. Yes. We're going to find out which one of you guys is still in our shit. Cut us a check, at least. I will tell the story about Jane Fonda again coming into the cycling studio mm. in case you guys don't remember or haven't heard it before. It's a fabulous story. I can listen to this story every single week. She, unlike some other celebrities that have come in... She would always reserve her bike. It's also a, this is one of those studios where they kind of turn the lights down mm -hmm. and whatever. So she would reserve her bike ahead of time. Everyone knew what bike they're on. She would just kind of slide in, sunglasses on, hat on, fully like, like black, you know, mm -hmm. pants, black outfit, slip in the back, do her thing, and then leave. It was like, it was like she disappeared in a mist. I mean, there was no... <laughs> She just did not make a production. She was a spinning ninja. Uh, yes, she really was. <laughs> she got lower from the floor onto her bike. <laughs> and got and then went through a drop in the floor. <laughs> it was just um, always kind of funny just because people were like, was that? Did I? 
See? <laughs> was that her? I'm like, yep, yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what, guys? Katy Perry and Taylor Swift finally made up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're both so stupid. <laughs> God. Yeah, Katy Perry took time out of her busy schedule of being on American Idol and appropriating gay terms. Um... To hand write a letter and send to Taylor Swift extending, I don't even know if it was an apology, I didn't read the fucking letter, let's just be real. But there was a letter involved that she wrote and sent to Taylor Swift to end their feud. Which I guess is big of her, whatever. Because it has been going on for years and it's long drawn out now and it's annoying. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and both their albums kind of flop, but it was based on their feud anyways. <laughs> so I think that, that's kind of where it's all stemming from. Nobody so we, cares. Like, we both made albums about this feud, and no one really cares. Yeah. Um, so then Taylor Swift goes and posts a fucking letter on her Instagram saying, like, hey, yay, so we're friends now. Look what Katie did. Like, why do you have to drag her through? The, couldn't you just be like, yeah, we made up, whatever. Like, why make it a point to show that Katie apologized in this letter? Because Katie's also apologized several other yes. times. And again, just to remind you guys what this feud is about, some fucking background dancers. <laughs> Talk about first world problems. Oh my god. Talk about, like, shady Hollywood. Right. Like, these are my dancers are, now, bitch. This all sounds like a really bad, like, movie parody. <laughs> so stupid. There are people dying somewhere, and these bitches are fighting over background dancers. Oh my god. Well, they made up, and now they're friends, and who knows, maybe they'll do it to what together. Oh god, no. That would be an assault on my ears. Yeah, please do no. not want to hear that. <laughs> you better not have spoke that to the universe. I will smack you on this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so their duet came out. Boom! God damn it, Bess. <laughs> it says, you did this! It's your fault. <laughs> they were listening to the show. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, there's a new show coming out called pose which will look into it's set in the 80s it's from ryan murphy and it will sort of look into because the 80s were the era of um self-indulgence mm -hmm. right it was all about accumulating and you know keeping up with the not just keeping up with the joneses but yeah whatever but it will look at uh all sides of the 80s from the super affluent to like the transgender ball mm -hmm. community which if you guys which don't is know extremely entertaining oh my god yes. watch paris is burning and get your life i was just gonna say if you have not <laughs> seen it paris is burning you'll see why everyone on reality television talks the way that they do now yes it all stems from 80s gay culture Mm-hmm. <laughs> get, get your education. Yes. Well, Ryan Murphy has <laughs> um, actually been doing a lot of stuff lately to advance people who don't, especially in, you know behind the scenes, well, just in Hollywood in general, get opportunities. Mm -hmm. Like, he has the program for women directors, and he has, like, which is really amazing yeah. that he's... Not just 
donating money to a cause, but actually actively doing something. Doing something. And Pose will be no different. He says that all of the proceeds will go to uh, different charities, whether they are specifically to transgender related charities or just to LGBT plus mm-hmm. related uh, charities. So, and he said, I've seen the difference that you can make in people's lives. So I don't know if that means it'll be his mm-hmm. check mm-hmm. that he's donating. Yeah, that's odd. Because it's a show. Yeah, it's going to have to be his check. Right. Yeah. Because I'm sure the actors are getting paid. Yeah. They ain't down for that shit. I'm sure Jamie Vanderbeek's not like, oh yeah, it should all work for free. Probably not. So I don't know exactly what he means from that, but it's interesting to see that he's using the show as a platform to kind of give to these other um, interests of his. So Another show, probably the first three episodes are going to be really, really interesting. And then like typical Ryan Murphy fashion, we'll go down the hill. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. He's someone who I feel is the exact opposite of Jordan Peele. Like, yes. as to where Jordan, I think, is very methodical and plotted, I think Ryan Murphy writes the episode as they're doing Literally. it. Literally. <laughs> That's how American Horror Story's done up until last the last two seasons. They would still be writing episodes, like, four episodes in. That's why shit was just thrown everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Characters just disappear out of nowhere, and then all of a sudden, oh yeah, that's why we have to tie this up somehow, and then all of a sudden, everyone's dead. <laughs> that's exactly how every single fucking season worked. It's like, ooh, this is so riveting and awesome. Wait, what happened to that person? Wait, okay, oh wait, there are still two more episodes left? How are these people still alive? Oh wait, everyone's dead. Yep. Yeah, the concepts are always really cool, and then, I don't know. Yeah. I'm hoping. <laughs> we'll see where it goes. The um, Met Gala was met with its usual disdain from most people. I definitely saw people posting on social media like their favorites or, you know, um, things like that. But a lot of people just like to make fun of the Met Gala. I mean, it's pretty easy to. It is, and I don't think most people even know what the Met Gala is. And so when they see these outrageous fashions and stuff, mm. they're like, like, what the fuck what is going on? The theme this year was heavenly bodies, fashion, and the Catholic imagination. So they were taking inspiration from Catholic artwork mm-hmm. and fashion and uh, even, you know, like murals and buildings. Yeah. and Because when you think of Catholic artwork in churches they're so extravagant oh yeah so lavish mm-hmm. and like literally plated with gold and mm-hmm. shit like that so that was the idea behind it they had about 40 pieces on loan from the vatican that were representations of artwork mm-hmm. or some of which you could see in those videos they did with the people walking around yeah. and that's what the met gala is it's just a space where all the stuff is and then i think they have dinner and Someone performs. So, and, yeah, Madonna performed like a yeah. prayer. Of course. Because that's not <laughs> contrived or anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, that ended up being a controversy this year was because they chose a theme that had anything to do with Catholicism. Yeah. People were offended by the outfits that people wore. And I mean, granted, wearing a mesh cross over your tits isn't necessarily <laughs> like 
Okay. Religion is one of those subjects where mm-hmm. you know someone's going to get offended. Yeah. I don't want you to know. But... Fucking Catholic Church donated $100,000 to the fucking Met Gala. Be mad at your own fucking religion if you're going to get pissed off of it at anything, really. And you're a priest. Well, that whole thing, too, <laughs> where it's like, how are you going to get mad at somebody wearing clothes when the very thing you're defending has a history of this impropriety? Yeah. Bitch, let's talk about your priorities. But... <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ. Yeah, I thought some of them were really cool. The one that I really liked, speaking of Madonna, the one that I actually really <laughs> liked hers, A, because she looked like a witch. She did. Talk about American Horror Story. <laughs> she had that giant mesh cross right in the center of her chest. Just so ridiculous. And just, I, I always love that she's just completely willing to be totally sacrilegious. But the best part of her whole outfit was the bouquet of black flowers that she held the entire Entire time time. she was on that red carpet god i love a good prop you know i really do (laughs) bless her crazy ass (laughs) the veil over her face the layers of mesh and just the all black (laughs) on black on black oh my god amazing never a dull moment she really did she looked like a witch and that leads us Right into nerd news. Yes. Also at the Met Gala was Wonder Woman. Linda Carter was there in a really beautiful gown uh, adorned with these big jewels. She looked like a painting had stepped out into Out of everyone there from like crazy like Hooker, Pope, Rihanna, right. to whatever that was, to, I mean, even though it was fantastic. It was. But I feel like Linda's outfit actually truly embodied yes. the theme in a realistic, wearable mm-hmm. way. She looked incredible. She did. And it just flowed. and mm-hmm. uh, She looked so regal. The crown she was wearing, and of course, how appropriate for her to wear a crown. Right. You know, she's Wonder Woman. The crown was written in Hebrew and said, never forget. Ooh. Yes. Which That's awesome. holds, obviously, because of, you know, the Christianity's persecution of mm-hmm. Jewish individuals over time is an incredibly subtle yes. shade. <laughs> On the back, when she turned around, her hair was done up mm-hmm. into a bejeweled Star of David. <laughs> her purse, her little glamour purse, was designed by a Holocaust survivor. Who, really? Mm-hmm, who became a designer. And her dress was designed by Zach Posen, who was an openly gay Jewish designer. Good for her. So Religious shade. Without saying a word, while looking incredible, she made this statement that's awesome yeah good for her i love her right i'm just surprised that 80 percent of those people didn't burst into flames upon arrival putting on all of those <laughs> uh, all of those crosses on their body 
Well, they weren't throwing holy water on right. them, so. <laughs> that would have been fun. Oh, my God. The other thing I have for nerd news is the solo premiere. The what? Like the cup? <laughs> I couldn't even tell you for sure if the movie actually comes out this week. <laughs> If it's next week, because sometimes they have the premiere. Yeah. They built a Millennium Falcon on Hollywood Boulevard for the premiere last night. And, which they close down Hollywood Boulevard all, all the time. the fucking time. There's always a goddamn premiere. And it doesn't surprise me that Disney would, of course, go big. Yeah. But I have heard... Was anyone at the premiere? <laughs> Can we just walk in? I don't know. I've heard nothing. There is no buzz on social about it. I keep forgetting it. about this movie until it pops up in our trending topics. <laughs> I only even put it in my notes because they built the damn Millennium Falcon. Life-size. <laughs> life-size Millennium Falcon on Hollywood Boulevard. And that was the most interesting thing. Like, there's nothing damn. about the movie or the premiere or the reaction to the movie that has made a blip. Is it even trending? No. <laughs> I don't think I even saw it trending on, tw on Twitter. No. It just has nothing behind it. It is such a lukewarm response to... Like, what the... Let me see this. You can't just give us a younger version of these characters that we already know. Yeah, no. There is no other Han Solo. I don't care how good the actor is that's playing him. I don't care how. It doesn't matter. If it's not Harrison Ford, it's not fucking Han Solo. You can't remake everything. No. And you can't You can't go back and be like, oh, it's young Luke. Oh, wait, they did that. <laughs> well, you can't with this <laughs> They one. should have learned their lesson from that whole shit yeah this shit hasn't been trending at all nope nope nobody cares all right just feels like we've seen this all before except it's just a watered down version zero Damn. zero i wonder what it's gonna do at the box office zero <laughs> zero <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean Hopefully, there have only been 60 tweets in the last hour regarding this. Yeah, hopefully, we'll be spared from a solo two movie. The thing is, they got really lucky when they did Rogue One, the Star Wars story, Yeah. because it was very successful and. But it also was really good. And they weren't trying to riff off of a bunch of shit that already exists. The mm -hmm. majority of the characters, aside from a few cameos, the characters that drive the story in Rogue One are completely original characters to mm -hmm. that movie. So. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I won't be. We, I mean, we, we won't be seeing. I mean, but we'll just see the, we'll see the outcome, I guess. Yeah, we won't be doing a review of that like we did for The Avengers. Which, thank you, by the way, for uh, voting in our poll. We found out that your favorite Avenger is... Black Panther. Black Panther. <laughs> who looked great at the Met Gala as well oh my god he yes. was my favorite male out of everyone yeah because he didn't just put in a fucking black suit with some cross somewhere well Jared Leto looks really good too that's right that's right yeah. he did do really well. why are guys so boring 
at these things. At anything. Did you see Tom Brady? No! That's awful. He looked like a magician. He had this, like, (laughs) basically a black suit, black tux, with a lapel that had, like, a gold swirl on it all around the... Oh, no. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. And then he had his hair all slicked back. He looked like a magician. I'm so done. (laughs) Oh, by the way, did you hear about this? With um, Ed Sheeran and Lady Gaga a few years ago. What? Speaking of men not dressing like waiters, they were at the Grammys and Lady Gaga thought that he was a server. (laughs) 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 That reminds me of the time my friend was at the car wash. And Mm -hmm. uh, here they'll usually like, you kind of, give your car over and just sit around and then they'll just pull it over and let it dry and you kind of walk over when it's done. Yeah. And my friend was just going to check to see if his car was ready. Yeah. Well, at at this particular, anyway, and and I don't know about a lot of them, but at this particular one, there are a lot of Hispanic people who work Uh there and he's Hispanic. And this Becky was like, (sighs) um, is my car ready yet? Ah! And he went, like, bitch, I don't know, it's mine? <laughs> like, <laughs> he was like, bitch, I don't work here. <laughs> <laughs> and he said the reaction on her face was just... That is hilarious. You know, and he was like, plus, like, I was not dressed like I fucking worked at a... Okay, no shade to anyone who works at a... They have a uniform. Wash, but they have a uniform yes. that they wear. Like, it was clearly not wearing that. It was like based jeans, on... blue t-shirt. It was based on his appearance. Carrying cleaning yeah. supplies. Yeah, it was based on his appearance, but not because of what he was wearing. Oh, and he was just like, bitch, I don't work here. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me. Is my latte ready? <laughs> so great. Oh my god. Oh my god, that brings us to our sex question of the week. Have you ever helped someone experiment with their sexuality? So that is to say, you are sort of comfortable in your shoes, or you have sort of defined what your sexuality is, but someone else maybe has always identified as straight, this, that, or the other. We asked if you have done it. Yes, for science. <laughs> no, you are not experienced in that regard. You would not. And you should just stay in your lane. Or you would, you know, just to be helpful. <laughs> Charity work. So those were our choices. Giving back to the community. <laughs> right. And that really could apply to anyone. I mean, we know a lot of our listeners are gay dudes. But for you ladies, too... You certainly could have slept with a gay guy, or you could have helped a lady friend experiment with her sexuality as well. So, we welcome all of your answers. (laughs) Someone said their first two sexual experiences were, in fact, uh, with friends of theirs when they were younger. And then they later, you know, sort of found them on Facebook or whatever, Mm -hmm. and they are both straight and in heterosexual relationships and blah, blah, blah. And they were, you know, possibly just exploring their sexuality, and they were happy to help. Doing, doing what's right for the community, I'm telling you. 
a vast majority of our respondents would, of course, to be helpful. We have 20% there, so people are all about helping out, lending a hand or whatever is necessary. Whatever orifice is going on. <laughs> and then a uh, surprise majority, 80% said yes for science. So, <laughs> you know, you have to experiment in life you know, to figure out the solutions to various... It's true. <laughs> um, I thought maybe someone would say no or that they would not because I have heard people say, like, they're not interested in straight guys. They don't, like... That's mm-hmm. one of the gay fantasies that I think yeah. a lot of people gay people roll their eyes at myself included Mm -hmm. because that is not my ultimate fantasy to like turn a straight guy or get with a straight guy yeah or mm, that's just not like why like who cares because a if you have to trick them in some way or that's just wrong inebriate them then absolutely not and then b If they're not really interested in me anyway, and I just, I don't know, got lucky one night when they were drunk enough or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Like, if I am going to have sex with somebody, I want them to want to have sex, to with, have sex with me. <laughs> Usually because they have to make the first move anyway. Anyways. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. That's, but um, apparently our audience is not agree <laughs> so Richie Rich you came up with the question this week I presume there's a story involved there is plus I was just half asleep um, <laughs> and, I, and I was like I don't know if we track on this topic or not yeah. um I have been with a few straight friends um and I do still label them straight it was an experimentation mm-hmm. um one time we were watching porn and then one thing led to another and they went How on. you always watching porn with somebody? I don't know. It happened a lot when I was like in college and high school. <laughs> like, you know, that one time we were watching porn. It happened. Um, and then there were a couple of like drunken nights when you're sharing a bed with someone and then a hand goes somewhere and then you're both just in the moment. Mm-hmm. And it happened. That happened. Or I've always wanted to try something, but I, I, I trust you mm-hmm. that you're, I'm not going to tell anyone. So. Yeah. It happened. And then that was that. I think it is totally valid to identify in whatever way you do. If you are straight. Like, I have a friend who... <clears throat> he is straight in that he likes women mm-hmm. and is attracted to women and is emotionally mm-hmm. uh, interested in women in a long-term sort of, you know, way. Yeah. But enjoys messing around with guys every now and then. There you go. So, but he doesn't really identify necessarily as bisexual because mm-hmm. he doesn't have a romantic Yeah, it's all strictly Relationship physical. to a man. Mm-hmm. Which for him... Is that more of a fetish then? I don't know. I think to him, it's just like bros helping out bros. You know there you I mean? go. Where it's like guys you are have it. very highly sexually charged. Mm-hmm. They're usually pretty open about yeah. all of that. And yeah, 
But for him, because he doesn't have an emotional connection to it, that doesn't make him buy. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, who am I to tell him? Right, exactly. Hey, get up, <laughs> if that's what it's get defined off. as for you, fine. Like, I, you know, who am I to tell you? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Can't tell you what to do. <laughs> I've had a similar experience, although the girlfriend was asleep at the time. Oh, no. Until she woke up. Oh, no. Yeah. And came out and <laughs> naked to Ooh. interrupt said happenings. <gasps> it was very strange, very awkward. What happened? Everyone. We all just sort of stopped what we were doing, and I just, like, got my clothes on, and I left. Like, <laughs> that was kind of that. Yikes. I mean, I've had a similar situation, but I was coerced into it, and, and I was lied and said that they were broken up. Oh. And that it was his house. It was her house. And she came home and saw me blowing her boyfriend. I was told <laughs> that it had been discussed, and that I was sort of... See, why did they lie like that? That I was sort of the... Had come up, quote-unquote, in conversations where I would be someone like, safe to mm-hmm, whatever. To do things with. And then, given her, like, she wasn't angry or whatever, mm-hmm. and I don't know if she came out naked just to, like, even the field or whatever. Like, I don't <laughs> even know. Or she thought that was going to lead to something. I don't know. That's so odd. But it was just a very, like, that moment I was like, oh. Like, hey. <laughs> Could you say hey, or was your mouth filled? <laughs> it took me a minute. It's like, hold on. <laughs> Let me re-hinge my jaw back into its original position. Yeah, it was a very strange experience, but the, certainly more so, like, my reaction was more based off of him, yeah. where he clearly didn't try to get anything else going. It was more of a... It was what it was. Caught in the act. Yeah. Kind of response, which then made me feel like I was caught in the act. Right. Even though I had been told. You're like, I was told I was allowed to be down here. <laughs> no. I have a permit. <laughs> I have an RSVP <laughs> to this penis. Yes. <laughs> that I received weeks ago. So, I don't know. So, yes, it has happened. I don't like anything where I feel, you know sort of um, tricked. Mm-hmm. So, I don't always... But I still don't even know what that was all about. So, I don't know. Who knows? Very odd. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> you know, mine was definitely not... It was that she did not want me there. I was not supposed to be there. And he heard me, he heard her come home oh. and just said he didn't want to stop because it felt so good. So he knew he was Yes! He heard her close the door. Like, well, it's too late now. She opens the door, gasped, closed the door, and I was like, well, fuck, what the hell do I do now? Oh my god. And then she opened up the door again, and I'm like, oh god, she has a knife or a gun. <laughs> this is it. And the dip wasn't even that great. So... <laughs> 
I'm like, I'm not dying over mediocre dick. <laughs> you're like, don't shoot me. <laughs> she just said, get out of my house. Um, you're Too like, your house? What do you mean? And then I, yeah, the whole thing was just confusing. Then I helped her through the whole ordeal, and then she called me a bunch of names the next day, and I blocked her. Yeah, that's craziness. Oh, the world we live in. <laughs> the lives we lead. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any kind of fantasies about corrupting a string. Like, no. Well, I think part of that, too, is like, because I've had a couple other experiences where, like, again, my friend who mm. is straight, but yes. just enjoys, you know, guy time. You know. <laughs> um, it's not like <laughs> I have to date. really seek out those things. Having yeah. had those experiences, it's like, oh, all right, well. Sure, but trying to make a guy who is straight and identifies that way and likes women to like guy, I just don't no, get that. No, it's like that's a weird mm, psychological. Like, do you want a girl trying to make you straight? Like, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. I don't appreciate that. That's why I don't go to be happy. <laughs> oh God, that part getting grabbed and oh, yeah, straight girls, please don't go to gay clubs and start grabbing on men, even if you're not really trying to get with them or quote unquote turn them straight you which also by the way don't say that no. shit. <laughs> but don't be grabbing on people just no. because like ooh, you're a lady and they're gay that doesn't mean you can touch their junk or no. slap their butt or feel their arm mm. or rub their chest or anything talk about a me too movement okay <laughs> i mean yeah you ladies are a little some of you i should say are not understanding the safe space that a gay club is supposed to be for everyone there, yes. not just you, because <laughs> guys aren't being jerks like they are at straight bars. Now you're the jerk. Mm-hmm. Now you're yes. the aggressor, and you're the jerk. And no matter how... Because I think a lot of gay guys just sort of play along and roll their eyes internally at it, and it's just easier yeah. to go along with it than to get into a drunken argument mm. with some Becky. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it's not cool. <sighs> Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, so stop doing that. Stop <laughs> assuming that people are car wash employees and they're not. <laughs> what other uh, tips for women can we give this week? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you guys, it's been a fantastic time. Thank you for tuning into our sober podcast this week. (laughs) Just as hilarious. I know. I feel like we were actually a little meaner this week than usual. (laughs) It's actually true. It's really not the alcohol that makes me a raging bitch. (laughs) We're just like this regardless. (laughs) For me, it's the coconut water. It's the natural state. Oh my God, you guys, you can follow us on social media. Our tags are all in the show notes. You should definitely subscribe and give us a five-star review. It's super easy to give us that five-star review. If you're listening on iTunes, click over to the show. Click those five stars, please. Until next time, goodbye. Bye.